Hive, Joe Dodds, Lorna Leeson, and today we're going to be talking about certainty, um, or we're reverting back to the topic of certainty, and the, and the sense that we are moving into a, another phase of, of certainty or uncertainty. You know, at the beginning of this whole COVID-19 thing, we were all in the same boat. We were all facing the same level of being uncertain about the same things. And now it's almost becoming, um, you know, there's going to be certain uncertain uncertainties and, and schools reopening, hospitality businesses reopening, mm -hmm. second waves potentially coming, local lockdowns, you know, businesses might think they're able to get back up and running. And then two weeks later, they have to put everything back on the back burner again. It's and like change. the boy with a finger in the dike, isn't it? Absolutely. One thing seems to be getting slightly certain and then it, something else goes wrong yeah. sort of thing. So mm. I think um, we just wanted to take some time today, didn't we, to talk a little bit about revisiting our thoughts around what you can do in an even more uncertain world. Um, jo, do you want to kick off? Um, I think a big part of it is just being aware of it, sort of acknowledging that that is what's happening and that that brings with it all sorts of stresses and strains and as you say it's almost like when when we started the lockdown we were all pretty much and this is very generalizing because obviously mm. care workers hospitals and everything else were you know still in work and everything else but you know most people were locked in their house doing work or not doing work furloughed whatever mm. and but there was a sort of level of consistency so it was all uncertain we didn't know what was doing but the certainty was you know we yeah. couldn't leave the house yeah whereas as you say now there's so many variables that actually I think the starting point is just to acknowledge that and acknowledge that it's probably even harder than it was four months ago or five months ago mm. um, and and you know back in that time I was saying you know self-care was really important and just sort of being aware of all of that and I think it's you know even more important now. Mm. Lorna, yeah. I think coming up from this? I think acknowledging it, don't kid yourself. It's really interesting because that is, it's such a human tendency. We love certainty so much and you hear it in some of the language, uh, particularly from some of the press at the moment, you know, we're going back to the office, back to work, back to, back, back to, mm. back, to back to anything, mm. back to normal. I'm not mm. really going back to anything and we're not really going back to the office and it's not really going to look the same possibly it, ever again in some cases. Mm. Um, but certainly not for a while and the focus and priorities and problems are very different. So I think if your mindset is, and this is very natural, is that we're just, okay, that was done. Let's go back to this. Then I think you are going to be in for a rude awakening. So just acknowledging that that's the case, mm. um, which means continuing to listen to people. Also, the thing that's different now with the uncertainty that we have right now versus where we were in um, April is that April was sudden shock. And we were all still in it together, but we were very much similarly in, in a similar place. The trauma that we've each experienced in the period in between April and now is very unique to, um, to each individual. And Joe, I yeah. do keep using your treat people as individuals thing before you get to it, but <laughs> you've, you've brainwashed me. So there we go. Um, but we've all had a very, very unique experience of the, of the past um, four or five months. And so you have to keep listening to people. You need to be willing to adapt to say, mm. right, we've got to get back to business as usual. We have to get back on track. The problem with that is that you do miss some nuances. So I'll give you one example. 
homeworking has not been um, as it's been for our Jo sitting in her deck chair in her garden. You know, it's not been like that for everybody. Some people have no. been in shared houses without a practical working space and are, are trying to do some really difficult jobs. Some people mm. are in really precarious housing situations mm. and they still are. Mm. some people have still got underlying health issues and can't just get on a train and go and go to work however much we all want to be back in the office mm. so the mm. principle of really listening to your workforce and truly treating them as individuals is almost even more important even more. now yeah yeah i think it's interesting isn't it i think i think it's i think it's important to remember and to actually people pat themselves on the back of just what they did achieve in that shocking period at the start of this whole thing where we none of us expected it to be coming down the track at us and it suddenly hit and my goodness we had to respond we had to do things we had to act and people did and they by and large did it very well and learned an awful lot of lessons from that about great practice and what what needed to happen and, and really showed what could be done you know leaders came out of their cubby holes and made themselves visible you know line managers checked in with their people regularly um, you know, internal comms rose to the fore and were taken seriously and given the strategic value to the organization and recognized as being crucially important you know lots of really good things and lessons have been learned. we learned to be agile we learned to be digital we learned to embrace tech um, so let's not you know let's remember those lessons and let's remember to keep applying the learnings that we that we gained in in that period mm -hmm. um and and dust off some of the things that we that maybe seemed like ages ago because it was like oh it was it was four months ago you know <laughs> but dust off some of those yeah. things we did at the beginning because you're going to keep needing them yeah. you're going to need yeah. those yeah. But it's interesting the templates and and processes that you worked yeah. out in the heat of yeah. battle but it was interesting at the time when it first happened we talked very much and we said it again on the on here that it was people behaving in a crisis so it wasn't just working from home it was working from home in a crisis so it was like a really different scenario and i think that's some of the challenge of now that it is still a crisis but it's it's not the same it's more like a chronic crisis yeah. you know it's not that's yeah. probably those two words aren't going to get it it's a chronic issue yes. that's variable um and that's so much of, of the challenge as you say children going back to school um people who need to go back into the office for some reason or, or other and whether you start going out into the real world or not and so it's all as you said so individual but also it is a bit like having like we said an acute illness or a chronic illness this is a completely different scenario isn't it there's a bit of is there not lorna do you think this is going to be something a bit like crisis fatigue um, you know, it's how, how long can our energy levels sustain us? Because initially there's the sort of the adrenaline of everything. Are we, how do we, how do we, how do we deal with that? I mean, as, as someone whose who's kind of thing is, is organisational change and how we help people work through change, I've heard for, you know, decades, you know, this kind of idea of the, the VUCA world. And I hate that, I hate that term, but I think we do have to, um, recognize this is back to joe's point about let's not kid, kid ourselves we have to recognize that this um needs to be agile to adapt to respond to things for things to fly out of the left field that's not going to go away so um we i don't know if i'm answering your question joe by the way i think i might have deviated but i'm going to say right. it anyway um we, change is something that your organization is going to have to get good at one way or another so having the infrastructure to be able to react quickly communicate to people make fast decisions as we spoke about the other week with buffer 
having the ways of working processes, culture, um, infrastructure in place that help you um, be agile in a world that is asking more and more that you do that. There's no going back to, we've got a 20 year plan and we're going to roll it out on a Gantt chart and everyone's going to stick to it and everything's going to be fine then and you'll all have a job at the end of it. We've learned this year, don't make those plans. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Was that the question you actually asked me though, no, I don't know. No, it wasn't. No, it never is, is it? I've always got from a tangent. No, it's very valid insight, so thank you for that. But no, I, was, I, was, I don't know, I was just wondering whether there was something around crisis fatigue you know whether we how long we can keep going you know how that's it she says <laughs> the one back in the room um yes probably and um so it yes and so uh, recognizing that and being able to 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 take care of it yourself and not kidding yourself that actually you're back to normal and i should be fine and it should all be good and you know and grand and dandy and uh, we do still have to realize that um we need to take care of each other as humans well-being is extremely important and uh there is going to be a tendency for people to go to kind of check out of the crisis and and, and try and revert back to to old old ways yeah it's over now well no, I, it's not. yeah i was talking to a client the other day who'd had um somebody in the business had been made homeless during covid they hadn't told someone and they were in a role where they were on the phone to customers and the manager had said um, it's just unprofessional it's just unacceptable it's just unprofessional that's somebody who's got crisis fatigue right they're just so bored of having yes. to deal with the human impact of yes. um of, of covid the true human impact of covid that they just gone oh can't we can't we just, just unprofessional Goodness. that will happen and we need yeah. to check ourselves yeah. yeah so bring again all the things we talked about in the early early weeks of this of this series show humanity treat people as individuals josie mm -hmm. self-care communicate 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 be kind um yeah. you know yeah when there's uncertainty if you don't communicate people will fill the gaps themselves and make up their own make up yeah. their own versions so you know keep people informed even if you don't know it absolutely everything inform them of what you can inform them about and mm. keep encouraging your managers and your leaders to be visible and check in you know that don't forget the th the great stuff that you you started doing early on in this crisis that had such an impact yeah. don't don't get bored don't uh, don't sort of say it's finished now because it it's really only just beginning but in a different way mm, yeah yeah Absolutely. lovely great joe lorna thanks very much and thanks everyone for listening bye, bye.